This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Larry and Bobby Stewart are on today. Yeah. Bobby, she can do anything, Larry. She's she's our director. <laughs> she 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 does all the humor and entertainment. Uh, yep. Why are we even here? Because uh, I got three microphones. I reckon somebody's got <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Well, you just don't. We want don't to... get to do much. I'll say that. Yeah. All right, Bobby. It's your show. Okay. I just wanted to mention some people that I've either seen this morning, had breakfast with, or text, or phone called. And these are local listeners that Mm -hmm. really like us for some reason. Uh, And I saw James and Pat Hamblin for the first time this morning. They're both recuperating. And and they sat at our table, and it was so nice to see them. And uh, my sister... You were over at Sylvan Park. Sylvan Park. Yeah. Had a very good breakfast. Yes, it was excellent. My sister Jamie has started listening to us in uh, Fulton, Kentucky, and uh, she never I, listened before. Well, she did, but she has gotten because of this thing that we do at night. Uh, our family gets together on on our phones. Uh-huh. We tell how our day has been. And love you all and stay in contact because my family is scattered. I've got five yeah. siblings, some in Tennessee, some in upper Kentucky, close to Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. some in middle Kentucky. And so we like to stay in touch because of the pandemic and things that have happened in the family. I haven't been home to see my siblings in three years. Shame on you. I, well, it, I couldn't help it. One year, it was because of hip surgery. One year, Larry and I had a virus. I think that was in 19. We woke up Thanksgiving morning just sick. Yeah. Couldn't, could, two hours before we were supposed to leave and go home, we got sick. And then, of course, last year was the pandemic. And then this what pandemic? What pandemic? Uh, and 2020 was not my year, mm-hmm. so I had a heart attack and broke my ankle and pandemic. What, what year did and, you and Larry get married? What year did we get married? Yeah. 62. 62. So was the all that other stuff worse than when, the, the year you got married? <laughs> it was close. Uh. No. <laughs> 
anyway, and I text, Mark texted me this morning, Mindy Fowler, and mm-hmm. said that she was plugged in and listening, and I wanted to say good morning to her. Is that Mark and Mindy? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she's one and both. Yeah. How could she be She both? came into our family when Mork and Mindy was popular on TV. Oh, I, I, I would watch that. Robin Williams. Yeah. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. yes. Yeah. And she, so since her name was Mindy, we just call her Mork. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used to come home with my sister. And, you know, she ate out of the garden. And Mama would feed her. And okra was her specialty. Ooh. She loved okra. Fried okra. Yeah, yep. so she's part of our family, and Sarah Turner, I talked to her on the mm-hmm. phone this morning, reminded her that we were on, so hi, Sarah. And we just want to thank everybody locally and out of state that listened to our little nonsense up here. And I, one more thing, I want to congratulate Baylor on their win last night, even though Larry and I have always been Gonzaga fans. I don't know why, don't but I've always pulled for them. And I thought the game before last night, that young man that made that fantastic half-court shot that won the game, mm-hmm. he will never forget that. That's going to be a highlight of his career. Everybody and, that put their money on Gonzaga will never forget it either. But anyway, we've been fans, and nine times out of ten, I pull for the underdog, so shoot me. I don't care. But anyway, just want to congratulate Baylor on their win. And And Stanford on their win, and on the ladies' side. Yes. Anybody but Connecticut. Well, I really thought that Arizona came out of nowhere. They really did. And could have won it. Sunday night. They had a shot. It wasn't much of a shot, but uh, they had a shot. And uh, they played hard, were well coached, Mm -hmm. and uh, they... Well, I I watched that last shot, and my opinion, and I'm no aficionado on basketball, but there were three people on the girl they threw it to, which was their best player. Mm -hmm. I feel like if she had just had a had a presence of mind to pass the ball off yeah. to somebody that wasn't being guarded, yeah. they might have had a better chance. Well, of they only that had last. five seconds. I that, know, that I know, but you think about the different scenarios. They, they, uh, they were sort of like Middle Tennessee. They relied on a, a five-six girl, and uh, it's really, really hard to beat a team like Stanford or UConn, which they beat. Uh, when they've got six three players and you've got five six, it, it's hard to compete. But the little McDonald girl, Allie, Allie or whatever, but she she could flat play. You know, there's so much luck, especially in girls basketball right now. Because I guarantee you, there were about 20 teams in this country that could have won it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen it so close. Mm-hmm. Some of them went out earlier. Than I thought they would, yeah. like Texas A&M. Yeah. They were really, really good. North Carolina State, and they went out early. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when Baylor and UConn both gets beat, uh, it means that it's the, the playing fields is getting level. Yeah, Tennessee should have beat Connecticut uh, this year. The, uh, they did beat South Carolina this year. Yeah. And of course, uh, well, if you look, split it. if you look back at these people that do the brackets for money, mm-hmm. right off the bat, I mean, teams that should have won 
were out. Yeah. So the bracket was busted early on. We're early. starting to see attitudes with girls that I never thought we'd see. And, uh, you know, everything was team, team, team. Even when Larry played back in 63, uh, everything back then was Larry, – Larry was a standout basketball player, and I'll admit it. I mean, he was one of the best there was. And, of course, as I said before, Rupp wanted him uh, real bad. But uh, you guys played as a team. It wasn't just me out there shooting. Even when Montgomery was playing, Kittrell played as a team back then. Yeah, and, Monk, Monk was a team player. Yeah. But now, first and foremost, Monk was a shooter and probably the best I ever saw. Uh, just standing and shooting, Monk was the best I ever saw. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there, there were some players that did other things better than Monk. Mm -hmm. But I never did see one that could shoot it like Monk could. But, but – the attitudes of people changing right now is a whole lot different than it was when you were playing or, or back in our particular days. Well, there's no loyalty anymore. No. Uh, and they're making it too easy to transfer. Mm -hmm. And when I was in school, you had five years to get in four, yeah. which meant that you could transfer schools and lay out a year and, and still finish your eligibility. Uh, now it seems like you've transferred to drop of a hat, and uh, you know they. But you know I was loyal to MTSU. I didn't want to be anywhere else. Uh, and now the pe people that I played with, we didn't have to have anybody tell us you know to go to class because we knew if we didn't, we was in Vietnam the next month. Now yeah. that'll make you go to class. And but anyway, it's it's really changed and. You know, if you had a bad attitude in 1963, you didn't last very long. The coaches wouldn't put up with that. And uh, now, even the coaches have got a bad attitude. But uh, it's it's really changed, and I don't like it. You know, you and Bobby coming to Murfreesboro was one of the best things that ever happened, not only to you, but also to Murfreesboro. Because you, you guys made a big difference when you came here, but I'm sure – that uh, it kind of equaled out on how much uh, last gases in Murfreesboro well, meant to you guys. we didn't have a clue, Truman. When we came here, when I went to school down in Mississippi, uh, of course, I wanted to go to Kentucky, and Kentucky wanted me to go to a junior college, and we were playing in a regional tournament, and then this coach came up to me and said he was from so-and-so junior college. Mm -hmm. He was dressed nice. His shoes were shined. And he smelt good. And I said, uh, this is where I want to go because I was thinking, well, Rupp, Rupp must have seen me. And uh, I got down there, and I thought, you know, I was going to be like in high school, the big guy. I found out real quick that we had four other players that could play. Mm -hmm. And so we won two state championships, went undefeated two years. And we didn't have a clue. I was talking to one of my buddies that I remember with my second year the other night, and I said, Mike, we didn't have a clue all the records that we were setting in, and we didn't care. Yeah. We was just down there to play basketball and get education and then get good enough to go on to somewhere else. And uh, I don't think that's that's enters into the equation anymore. Well, uh, I, I, think, I think the one and done has ruined us at some schools. Yeah, Kentucky's one started all this stuff. Uh, well, and, and at some schools, you know, the kids are smart enough to realize the body's going to go out 
before the mine usually. And so you've got to have something to fall back on, an education to earn a living. You're not going to be a pro all of your life. The body can't take it. And so many young people aren't even looking that far ahead. What was that guy? uh, Was he wearing Chanel number five? I don't know what it was, but of course, we wasn't used. To, I didn't grow up with stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we used lice soap, and you know, and, and if, if there was any kind of aftershave lotion, lotion, it was Old Spice. And so, Coach Davis, Bud Davis, just uh, smelled different. And uh, they knew how to dress. They were twins. Bud Davis had a twin, and they were. I couldn't tell them apart. And they uh, they knew how to dress and. They expected their players to look nice too. They they say now, well, these kids grew up with nothing, and they want to have something. Well, so did I. So did you. We were all poor. But we didn't know it because everybody was the same way. But uh, you know, and I think that's one reason. Once they get it, they can't take care of it because it came so easy. And uh, why why are we seeing so many? changes right now and you were talking about loyalty uh mtsu has had some really great recruiting years with their girls but there's so much movement going on and i'll be honest if i know how rick is and and if i was a little bit more um unlike rick it really wouldn't bother me to see some of them go when when they just say well, we're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. I, that that really doesn't um, it, it doesn't compute at all. It's too easy. Yeah. It's too. You know, if a coach got on me, I had to take it because I knew where I'd be if I didn't take it. Yeah. And they don't have to do that now. Uh, it's just well, I'll get in the transfer portal, and you know, and of course the, that don't mean they're gone. Mm-hmm. It means they're just out there. They can go back, but. I can't see Who many. Want them back? That's what I'm fixing to say. I can't see many coaches that would take them back and be, hey, if you don't like it here, you need to go somewhere else. If you're a great uh, player and you have some really head problems as far as with the coach or with the school or, or whatever, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're still going to be a problem for the team. That's right. But that's it's hard to, to figure that out. When you're recruiting them, yeah, because they say what you want to hear, and uh, then you get them, and then they find out that that wasn't really them. But uh, they, those kind, don't last very long, Truman. Yeah, well, this disease, I, I, I won't even say what it is. I, 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 that that thing drives me crazy. The way this country is, has, has just been locked down, and and there's so many things else that that could have happened. But you look at. Uh, the teams now, I can remember when the girls' basketball team would have as many uh, fans in the seats as the boys' team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and it really did draw a big crowd because the girls were just more uh, stable, you might say, than the guys were. But we're starting to see changes even with, with the girls' team. Yeah, we are. And when you we were talking about when the girls had more in attendance. Yeah. Uh, one thing, Rick recruits locally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you like Wait to a s- minute. Is Russia locally? Well, that's just close. 
it's close. Uh, but there, there's always, of course, Riverdale and Blackman has been so good in Oakland over the years. Mm -hmm. There's always some local players on there. Yeah. And then uh, the ones that are not local are like uh, Mount Juliet, Gallatin, places mm -hmm. like that. So, uh, and and the girls would come up in the stands. We used to have double headers. Mm -hmm. Girls and boys played on the same day. Mm -hmm. The girls would come up in the stands, go all through the stands, thinking us for being there. Yeah, and, that's and pretty that, neat. That meant a lot to me, not that I deserved it, I was going to go anyway, yeah. but it meant a lot to me. That the, and I know it meant a lot to those girls seeing people in the stands. Oh, yeah. You Where remember, else could they go to that many people? Yeah. I remember okay. when we used to have the, uh, the local schools come in, we'd have the county day and the city, city day. day. Uh-huh. And... Uh, when JJ was playing, mm -hmm. those kids were all over her. She would come up in the stands, and everybody wanted to hug her, and all the girls were up there and everything, and they would just start hollering at her to come over there. She she was a, a real, real – she was good with the kids. Yeah. But they would hurt my ears. You get all those kids oh, yeah. in there Well, I then. mean, I know, I know, but they – They took my seats, too. They well. <laughs> they would enjoy it. They would enjoy it, and it was only one or two games a year. And don't you know the teachers had their hands full trying the to keep up? The teachers didn't like it because it wore them out. Well, well, and you had to keep up with everybody, yeah. and they all had shirts that matched so that you could see where they were from. And I thought it was just a very good thing for MTSU. To sponsor and do, and it was only one or two games a year, so it it brought the community together. And they did not have that local schools day for the teachers or for ex sheriffs. They had it for the kids, and uh, it did get a little loud. <laughs> I don't know how you live with him. I swear. <laughs> well, I, well, Just I mean, a point. <laughs> it goes back to being a principal. He yeah. loved the, he loved the lower, the lower and, grades. And if you listen to the kids at ball games for 36 years screaming and hollering, it just sort of get used to it. And you see, you didn't have to listen to that. You and listen you, to you, you, convicts and stuff. But uh, you, you like that it, enthusiasm. All the convicts, I mean, uh, their <laughs> their language is, is just uh, unlike anywhere else oh, you'll yeah. ever go. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked a coach one time that was retiring, said, will you ever coach again? He said, if I do, it'll be in an orphan's home because he was having trouble with parents. That's why he quit. I said, well, that's uh, – and that, you know, was – Parents are going to be parents. Yeah. And uh, grandparents are going to be even worse. Uh, <laughs> and we, well, everybody wants to see their child play, you know, yeah, they, whether they're good or not. Yeah. But, but, you know, we're very fortunate here. Rick is a great coach. He really is. He is. And, and uh, he, he follows the line of way Pat was and, and a lot of the more conservative coaches. They wanted to win. But they also wanted to make sure that the girls would become successful in other areas. Well, look and that how that means a lot. Look how and and Pat and Rick were great friends. Yeah, and, they were. You know, anywhere she went, she drew a crowd. Yeah. So you know, it's just some coaches are just more popular than others. I was so tickled. Uh, not because she was outside when it was cold. It was one of the football games, and I took my 
my uh, kids uh, over to uh, watch the game and grandkids in at UT and uh, Pat Summit was Pat Head Summit. I don't know why they didn't name that Head instead of Summit, but but anyway, uh, I had the opportunity. I said, guys, look who's over there, and I took them over and introduced them to her, and she was so special. Even back, this is the time that she had gotten sick. Yeah. But but she was. I mean, she still stood out above everybody else, and it, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just blessed. Well, I'm glad they named it Summit. Because that's the top, the top. Plus, the yeah, I, mean, I liked her. I, I liked her. No, uh, no, that, it needed the knee to, name N E E. Yeah, it needed to be the summit because she was the best. She was the top. She yeah. was the elite. Yeah, and will so, always be in in my mind. She's the I best know, coach that I ever know, was. I know, but you know, dementia is a dreaded disease yes, i wish they would come up with some kind of a cure because it's it's sad one of, one of her top uh, basketball players was interviewed this has been about four or five weeks ago and uh, uh as they wanted to know about her and every time she would start to say something she would just bawl yeah and uh that tells you how much that that she meant to all of these girls because she put them on a success uh, route. All of her girls graduated that she ever had, and, and they become very successful in mm -hmm. in whatever line they wanted to go in. Right. And uh, I know I, I don't want to give him the big head, but Last Cassius was so blessed to have Larry over there as a principal and a teacher. Uh, the only failing that Larry ever had was being a coach. <laughs> I, I, I think he's the only one over there that ever finished defeated. I mean, he was defeated in every game all the way through the I line. I know, I know. Well, everybody's Did that bother you no, uh, at all? No, it every, no, because, um, you <clears> know, <throat> everything works for a reason. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When we moved up here, we thought we'd do two years of college and move back home. And Why would you want to go back to Kentucky? Well, well uh, we didn't realize it then. We didn't. You know, we were young. Yeah. Immature. We just thought we'd do our two years here and move back home. But yeah. the Lord led us into everything that just fit right in place. Mm -hmm. Fit right in place. And... Who knew that he would become principal at a school for 36 years that would have his name, yeah. L.E.S. For years, no one knew what his middle name was. And he said something about, somebody said something about them naming the gym after him. And uh, they didn't know that his middle name was Earl. Larry Earl Stewart, Las Casas Elementary School. So, you know, and and... He was never interviewed for his original job. Yeah. So things just fell into place for us, and I guess we just turned it over to the Lord and didn't know we we did because I had help getting my job. Uh, Q.M. Smith grew up who, with— Who was a great president of the Yes, yeah. he grew yeah. up 
he grew up with Larry's dad. Yeah. Went to school with him, and when they were in elementary school, and uh, their teacher left them, QM was so smart, he took over yeah. teaching the class. A president of a university makes a big difference in how a university is accepted in the community. It, 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 and I have seen so many of them over the years that that really did make a difference with mm -hmm. the university itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Larry's dad called him and said, QM said, my daughter-in-law and son are moving up there. He's going to play basketball at the college. She needs a job. He called State Farm and got me my interview. And... Uh, Oh, you would have got it anyway, smart as you are. I don't are. know. I failed my typing test the first time. QM called How down there. How can you fail a typing test? Fail. Well, you're supposed to type 50, minimum 55 words a minute. Yeah. Anyway, I failed it. I was so nervous. That's why. And so uh, <laughs> Larry's dad called QM. QM called down State Farm and said, you need to give her another chance. This young lady was very nervous. <laughs> and so they gave me another chance, and I passed it. Whether I passed it or not, I don't know. You asked Ross Spillman. He said he was told to hire me. He's a set, he said that you were the, the best employee they ever had over there. <laughs> well, I tried. 34 years I tried. Let's take a quick break. Y'all want okay. to? All right, we'll be right back on with Bobby and Larry. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Friends, I've got some great news for you from Discount Mattress. They're moving, and to reduce cost, all remaining inventory is priced to go. You can save even more on their already discounted prices. They're located at 1614 Northwest Broad Street near the Georgetown Kroger. Discount Mattress has been serving Murfreesboro's mattress needs since 2001, is locally owned and operated, and is excited to offer these reduced prices prior to their move. Stop in today at the corner of North West Broad and Northfield to take advantage of the moving sale prices. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch the Del Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. All right, guys, this is Scott. 
I want to encourage you to make your health a priority. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They are reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, lack of motivation and drive, have noticed a weight gain or a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. It all starts with a quick and easy health assessment, and it's covered by most health insurance. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men, and they now offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. To schedule your health assessment, go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The state Senate advancing legislation that would require school districts to alert parents of any sexual orientation or gender identity instruction. The bill also allows parents to opt their students out of such a curriculum. The bill passed yesterday a 24-6 vote and is headed to the state house. Governor Bill Lee has not indicated if he supports the measure. The murder trial and the death of 68-year-old Terry Barber will be heard in a Rutherford County courtroom in 2022. Devon Jacob Gailey, Brent Donovan Ross, and Vernice Darlene Farrar are charged with robbing Barber, tying him up, and strangling him. A murder investigation from October has ended with an arrest. Police say Blake Bolton was shot twice at the intersection of North Tennessee Boulevard and Stonewell Boulevard in Murfreesboro and died at the scene. Now, Rutherford County D.A. Jennings Jones tells News Radio WGNS. Detective Albert Miles has charged Cody Gillum with the first-degree murder of Blake Bolton. Following a preliminary hearing on March 23rd of this year, the case was bound over to the grand jury. Mr. Gillum remains in the custody of the Rutherford County Adult Detention Center, awaiting presentment to the grand jury. Cody Gillum is just 19. The Tennessee House is passing a bill to make the hymn Amazing Grace as sung by Dolly Parton an official state song. The bill passed by a 91-to-1 vote yesterday. The bill says the hymn written by slave trader-turned-abolitionist John Newton is one of the songs of historic significance that have influenced the state and cites it as one of the most celebrated songs in modern history. The bill was introduced after Parton rejected the idea of putting up a statue of her in front of the state capitol. Trout is scheduled to start next March. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers. We're very fortunate to have some professional jewelers here. Bob Lanier, our head jeweler, and Haynes Spartman does a lot of custom design. We can do most things in-house, so you can feel confident that it's not going to be shipped out anywhere unless we notify you. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers, 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Skies will become mostly sunny this afternoon, high around 80 degrees. Southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear skies, alone near 55. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 50. 57.
Premier 6 Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier 6 on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Larry and Bobby. And I was going to introduce you next, Larry, but uh, Bobby says she's she's got the reins right now. Well. Well, uh, Jan called us Thursday night, I think it was, I'm not sure about that, and said, what are we going to do for Easter? I said, well, I'm going to church and Sunday school. Other than that, I, I don't have any plans. And uh, she said, well, why, why did I quit getting an Easter basket? And I said, I don't know, because of your age, maybe. And she said, let's have an adult Easter egg hunt. Oh. So that's what we planned on and dad had to help what we did we we hid about 150 easter eggs and inside the eggs was either candy or a piece of paper with an amount of money on it and the prize egg was worth twenty dollars and then i had the second prize egg was worth ten dollars and then inside the eggs was either a dollar quarter 50 cents something like that and uh, the youngest person we had was 24, the oldest was 50, and there was seven of them. And we had the best time. So you and you and Larry didn't get to, to uh, hunt for eggs. Well, no. Uh, we're too busy he, cooking. <laughs> I'll let him tell you about what his contribution was. Uh-huh. I, had, I helped hide the eggs. Oh, wow. Well, I did... I cooked out some hamburger steaks, and she mm-hmm. spent all day the day before cooking pinto beans and mm-hmm. corn and stuff like that. So you, I mean, you got to feed them, and then yeah. you got to put money in the egg, or they're not satisfied. But anyway, she told me that I need to go to the bank and get a hundred dollars worth of change. Mm-hmm. And I thought this is going to turn out to be an expensive Easter egg hunt because we spent another two hundred trying to feed them. That's a lot and of pennies. Anyway, and after it's over, she we sat down and she told me. What a good time we had. I said, well, just tell me on the way to the poorhouse because that's where I'm going to wind up because of these darn <laughs> Easter egg hunts. But uh, they had a good time, and uh, I, I guess that's what it's all about, Truman. You, you grow up, you get big, but you never grow up. Let me tell you something. You're right about that. And the, the one of the most emotional times in my life was when I was 13 years old. There was uh, 18 of us first cousins, and uh, I was the oldest. So I was ready to get my little uh, Easter basket. I didn't get one. So they explained it to me, and I started crying. Well, I made the mistake of telling Lisa Marchessoni that uh, that's what happened to me. So every year since then, I, I know it's over 20 years, she's gotten me an Easter basket for Easter. Well, well I glad. bought... I went and bought seven Easter baskets for these big kids, and mm-hmm. I kept it a secret. So after the hunt, uh, I gave them that. And mm-hmm. Jan's was a princess basket with a tiara and a wand. And that a, fits her. 
and a Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. And she said on Facebook she was going to wear her tiara and take her wand to work and see if it would do her any good yeah. <laughs> being princess for the day. But I, I don't know if she did that or not. But anyway, well, we, had a, we had a good time. And the kids, I keep calling them kids because they're way younger than I am. They had a good time. We made a lot of pictures. They're on Facebook, and it was it was a good time. And everybody ate. And we had ice cream for dessert, and just did Big Willie come over and hunt eggs? No, this no. was just family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he's was, kind of family. Well, he well is. yeah, but it was uh, Jan I, and Terry and their kids. Mm -hmm. So we I had a found out that you'd never get too old or too big. To ride a big wheel. You know what a big wheel is. I bought two at a yard sale. What's a big wheel? Big wheel's a little like tricycle. I knew you didn't know. Uh, it got the big wheel on the front and you sit down and it's got a little brake. You, when you go and you pull it in a circle, turn you around and stuff. But anyway, I bought two. One for Ridge and one for my little great-grandson in Texas. Uh -huh. And I look up the other day and Tyler, who will weigh about 200, <laughs> and Spencer, who will weigh about 170 mm -hmm. was on them and they were having a race. It's having the best time, and I thought, well, uh, those those big big wheels are made really really good if those two can't tear them up. Mm -hmm. Now was Eddie there? No, what? they were <laughs> in, they were at their grandparents in oh. Pell Mell, so that's why we it was just adults, adult kids. Yeah, we didn't have any kids, little kids that day. Well, uh, did did they did they get to visit Sergeant York's? Uh, uh, I'm that sure that would have been a good place to have hunt Easter eggs. I uh, know. That, you could yeah. that could be a great well, place. We right we visited it one time when we were up there, but uh, I'm sure they've seen it a bunch of times. I've never I've never been there. I've been yeah. asked by some people who live there if I'd come up and go, and they'd take me there, but I've never had the opportunity yeah. to make it. Susie. And the kids were up there yeah. for Thanksgiving. and uh, No, Easter. Easter, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, Susie's daddy, Bob Powell, has greenhouses. I don't know, he's got a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. But you can sit, stand in front of one of the greenhouses and look up on the hill and see Sergeant York's grave. Wow. Uh, that's, that's getting pretty close. But it's, it's, what it's, does the house look like? The one that Tennessee gave in. No, this is the, the graveyard, the tombstone. Yeah, but I want to know what. Oh, I don't know. I've oh, never you, seen you, that. You guys didn't go uh, to we, the house? No. I think Larry was up there for a speech. Me, me I went up there and did an in-service for Fentress County. Mm -hmm. And uh, Miss Turner went with us mm -hmm. and you. And when we left the, the school there, the York Institute, we drove up to see Miss Turner wanted to see uh, Sergeant York's grave, so we drove, and we didn't know who Susie Trammell was then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can you can see all those greenhouses right on the Wolf River, and uh, it's it's a pretty neat place. And uh, York High School is the only school in the state that's completely state funded. Wow. Uh, and that's because that, of him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's they've got a new school there, and it's. Uh, it's it's pretty neat. You know, he's one still one of my great heroes after all these years, simply because he was offered Hollywood contracts, and and and, and 
doing commercials on TV and things that would have made him a multimillionaire, and he would not do it. He said, why would I want to accept something like that when so many of my friends are still laying in graves over there? And, of course, yeah. we're talking about the First World War. Right. And uh, how many people would have turned those things? Uh, of course, Audie Murphy would, uh, turned out to be a good actor, but to make money off of that, it just didn't... It doesn't really well, sink in. There were a lot of people that got popular because of that. Lee Marvin is one of them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they the were the Marine. Big, uh, yeah. big war heroes. Jimmy and, Stewart. Uh, deserved everything yeah. they got. I saw they somebody but they, said. But they left uh, the business that they were in. Just like, think of all the great baseball players yeah. that uh, went ahead and, 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 Say, I'm going over there with everybody else, you know. Yeah. I, I know there's a chance we'll get killed, and there's a chance that we'll uh, we'll lose a lot because of, uh, of our careers being in a sport that would be it, continue on. But, cut them short, yeah. at least four years, uh, Ted Williams and all that. Yeah. Group. But uh, it's, it goes back to loyalty, Truman, and that they had it, and they knew that they were needed, and uh, they went. Yeah. I saw something the other day where it said, if we're going to expect a kid to go and fight for our freedom and take all that abuse and stuff, then when he gets out, we need to we need to pay him for his injuries and stuff like that. And I agree with it 100%. Yeah. Because a lot of kids, I would hand them their diploma on Friday night. By the next Friday night, they were on the way to Vietnam. And that's a lot to ask for an 18-year-old kid. Yeah, and it was a, a war that um, really was never treated as a full-time war. That's right. That's, we, right. Uh, that's one that the United States could have won quickly, but it was also one where you never knew who your enemy was. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and the people over there, uh, you know, you had to do things that would, um, if, if somebody really wasn't on either side, it was almost like uh, the war of Yankee aggression right here. Yeah, uh, they came in well, and they, they they killed people that weren't even involved in the conflict and whatsoever. They, uh, and you know, I've heard of instances where they use their children. Yeah. They let their children carry bombs in the midst of the the our soldiers. And yeah. Things that we, we, we're we not used to. No. Yeah. Those no, type things. No, we want to protect our children. Yeah. You know. And I had a cousin over there, and he said they were told not to fire until they could tell who it was. And he said, there ain't no telling how many bushes I killed. Because he said, if that bush moved, I assumed somebody's in there trying to kill me, and I shot. Yeah. It's and hard I, I to, can't blame him. It's hard to get involved in someone else's war. Yeah. It That's really right. Is. It's very difficult. It's a war that shouldn't have been. Yeah. And, of course, there's been a, a, a lot of those. And, and, it, and they're really great people. The Vietnamese were just very bright and just wonderful people. But uh, uh, I, I think in a lot of instances, many of them didn't even know who uh, uh, yeah. to be for or anything like that. Well, it was just crazy. I'm thankful for one of them, yeah. and I'm sure you are too. Because I had a guidance counselor when I was at Las Casas. Mm -hmm. His name was Chanto Serenio. Yeah. And he would come to me just quite often, and he'd say, 
Sheriff Jones wants to know if I can come down to jail. They had somebody he had to translate, mm -hmm. and uh, he was all business, buddy. Yeah. Uh, he didn't take his sides. He, he, you called him, you were right, and he took care of it. Yeah. And a uh, great guy. Still is. Yes, he is. And you still see him come to the oh, Kendall yeah. breakfast. Everywhere you go, if there's some kind of function going on, Chanto Serenio's there. Are we going to have a, a, a ham breakfast on the third Saturday of this month? I don't know. At Kittrell? I don't know. I hadn't heard. Yeah. Did you make the last one? I no. didn't see you. I, have, I haven't been to Bendy since the LD died. Yeah. That was a big deal for us. And uh, I've been. I don't say, but I hadn't, I hadn't been as regular. The LD would tell me, that, you know, we'd meet out there, and me and him. And he was Hollywood. good. Yeah, he was good Jerry at Smith keeping up with They're it. all gone. Yeah. You, you've, you've led a charm life in a lot of ways, haven't you? Certainly have. I don't get credit for it a lot, <laughs> but I've, I've been charmed. Well, your first one, of course, was Bobby. Okay. Bobby was the best thing that probably ever okay. happened to you. And uh, that kept you from being with Ruff uh, all those years. And uh, I understand that he's he's been under a lot of criticism uh, uh, for the teams that... Uh, he had, and, and well, how he, he did a lot of things. But isn't it crazy how people criticize others that weren't even in our particular era? Well, <clears throat> Colts were up. Of course, everything was segregated back then. Yeah. Uh, when I was in Mississippi, we couldn't go to the National Junior College tournament mm -hmm. because there were blacks playing it on other teams. Yeah. The governor of the state of Mississippi said, you will not go. Now, that bothered me. Yeah. I knew it wasn't right in 1961. And, uh, you know, it didn't it didn't bother me to play against them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that, that's, that everybody was segregated. And Coach Rupp was coaching in a segregated society. Yeah. And now it's not that way anymore, but uh, that's just the way it was back then. Yeah, but we had personal friends. It didn't matter what color you were or anything like that. I can remember one of my best friends in the service uh, was was black, and we had a good time together. But but we were going to go into uh, one of the cities in in uh, Louisiana. Uh, we we got a couple of days off, so we're going to go up there. And uh, about eight of us were heading out, and he said he said I can't go, Truman. I said Why can't you go? And he, he talked about the segregation that was going on at that time. And I still tried to get him to come, but uh, he wouldn't do it. So yeah. well, it, it, was, it, it was just a sign of the times. But uh, I am so glad that, that, that things finally changed well, for the better. I just wish that people could get along it's probably, like, like we used to yeah. back then, no matter what the circumstance well, was. you can get along with anybody if you try. Yeah. Uh, I remember when, when we integrated schools in 66, uh, we had we had zero problems. Yeah. Uh, the black kids that came in there lived in, out at Las, Las Casas, Milton, whatever, mm -hmm. they had helped everybody haul hay around there. So... Everybody loved them, yeah. and they they acted right. Their mom and daddy saw to that. Uh, but uh, it, it was a, it was the biggest injustice that this country will ever see. Yeah, and it took so long to get it straightened out, and it should have never taken that long. 
but no. uh, and there's still people out there that but you know some of my best friends are or went to school at Las Casas, and their kids, uh, I was starting third generation of schools, of kids in school when I left, and uh, some of those kids were black, and the uh, smartest kid we ever had, uh, it wasn't, I know what you're thinking, you're thinking it was Big Willie, but it wasn't, it was a little black girl, and uh, she, you know, you talk about uh, coming from nowhere, yeah. and then she Went to schools, I don't know, somewhere up in one of them highfalutin' colleges is where you got to be a brain to get in there. Yeah, Majored in something that I can't even say. And uh, she was uh, just, you know, you can do it if you want to. Yeah. And that's what it does. You have to apply yourself to become successful. And, and what's going now is, is kind of, uh, it's pulling back the other way. Uh, again, and they're, and they're trying to make it a ethnic type uh, country where uh, uh, some people are getting more than others and uh, and all that. You can't do that. Everybody is an individual who has a particular right to become as successful as as you can be here in this country. Yeah. And, and well, they're really they're, eroding the, for the framework well, of Well, there are certain groups that want to see us with this infighting. Yeah. They don't want it to end. There are certain groups, so you just have to be careful. You know, you would be a great member. Uh, do you have uh, members in your family that go all the way back to uh, uh, the first war in this country? Uh, yeah. what would you like to be a, you'd be a great member of the DAR Bobby. <laughs> daughters of the American Revolution yes yes <laughs> oh I don't know I just we moved around a lot we knew so many different people yeah you know different <clears throat> nationalities and everything we just accepted everybody because when you pull your trailer all over the country and you find a spot to anchor down for the night or so, mm -hmm. we got to know whoever was on either side of us. Yeah. And uh, we may not get to know them for a week or two, and then we'd move on. It just depended on Daddy's job. So, you know, all across the South, yeah. we, we had different nationalities that we were exposed to and we did just, you ever have a really a best friend in all those movements and everywhere you were outside no. of this area no you, you never had a best friend no. never were settled we, long no enough. we didn't stay long enough and i met people um and I had a boyfriend in New Mexico and Detroit. You know. Uh -oh. Did you tell Larry that? Uh oh, first time I've heard of this. But, right now. You know, I'm glad you bring up. Yeah. You know, you just you hung around in a group. What was his name? Oh, well, Lord, I can't remember. Yes, you can. Don't be <laughs> No, no, me no, that. no. I have a problem remembering Everybody my own name. Everybody that's ever had a boyfriend <laughs> or a girlfriend in their lives, they remember them. Well, the one in Detroit took me to the movies, uh -huh. but we, he News was Radio, too young WG to get a drive. The voice of Rutherford County and the flagship station for hey, Brian, United what Sports. The courthouse clock shows it's 10 o'clock. Brian is probably trying to say take a break. No, we continue on. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brian. <laughs> Somebody had a button. All right. Anyway, Go ahead, anyway, we caught the city bus, yeah. went to the movie, rode the bus home. I mean, we were 14. Oh, so wow. 
So, you know, this was the big city of Detroit back then. It's it's not like it is today. We weren't afraid yeah. to ride the city bus or nothing. Um, I rode the city bus. That's a pretty good memory. To school. Yeah. And if I spent my bus money, I loved to stop at this corner drugstore and get a cherry Coke and a chocolate glazed donut. That was my bus money. So then I had to walk 14 blocks home. So, that sounds like Reed Sane. I know. I know. <laughs> I still was, miss that place. I do, Don't too. I do, too. I do, too. It's not, it wasn't just a place to get your uh, medicines that you needed. It, I, I think Jackie and I, was, at least twice a week, we would go in there and eat lunch because so many people from what I consider the old Murfreesboro age would come in there and then sit and, and just enjoy the day. They did that on for breakfast, too. Yeah. If you oh, yeah. there early, yeah. they'd be over there. Well, we would go down there from State Farm and get, they made the best ham salad sandwiches and the mm -hmm. best Sundays. Well, and, uh, egg salad was better. Best egg, egg salad, salad sandwich I ever Yeah. So I miss it. I miss the local places that have closed because mm -hmm. of being bought out by the big, big people. Yeah. You know. But, but, but I keep hearing they're going to open back up. Oh well, I hope well, so. Rick I had hadn't told heard me that. that, but I yeah. thought, but that was going to be in January, and they still haven't opened. So, it, it, it may be some business type things that uh, may be interrupting their uh, yeah. Opening but I miss like those local places. That's why we try to shop local around the square if we can. And well, speaking of that, when did when is Mo? She said I, I had a nice little. Uh, text with with Mo over Easter and, and all this, but I, I keep thinking that maybe she might just change her mind and open it back up. I don't think so. You think that that's gone forever? That's yeah, part of I our think, history. I think will that never be uh, back. I think that that she's got so many irons in the fire. I don't know how she would handle she's it. She's a great business person. Mo yeah, is. yeah, well. but I think that would wear her out. I know it would me. See, buddy. He ran the store, and then he drove a school bus, too, yeah. just like Mo would have to do. But Buddy had Mo and Linda to help her, and Ernie to help him in the store. See, Mo's not going to have that. You said Mo and Linda. And what, where'd that other name come from? Ernie. Ernie was the probably the boss of the, of the outfit. Uh but anyway, they, they Buddy had help. What I'm trying to say before you keep butting in, Buddy had help, and Mo was not going to have that help, and uh, it makes a big difference. It's just when you're running a grocery store or a restaurant, you've got to have some backup. With the way things are well, right he now, he had you. He's the one that got you that job to start with over at the no, Alaska no, School. No, it was his daddy. His daddy had a, influenced it because he told me how to get to Rob Taylor's house. Uh -huh. And I wondered when Clifton Tucker told me to go to Brown's store, and when you get Ralph, I was at Rockwell doing student teaching, mm -hmm. I thought, why in the world am I stopping at Brown's store? And I said, is he the superintendent of schools? He said, no, he owns the country store. And I said, well, why am I stopping there? Well, he could tell you how to get to Rob Taylor's. I said, oh, he's a superintendent of schools. No, he's a school board member. And uh, But because of being brown, 
I got there because he gave me directions. So he was, he was part of the process. You know that store is not in Las Casas. It's in Lofton. Because there's a road that runs right in front of it. It's called Lofton Road. Yeah, but the business is not there. I don't want you. Where are you going with this? You don't, you don't remember what John Bragg did, do you? No. See, uh, to avoid a lot of complications, uh, that particular part of the community doesn't exist. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I had a lot of good sausage and biscuits up there if it didn't exist. I know that. Yeah, you and I put on a lot of pounds. Well, on. we did. Well, I, back then I worked it off, Truman. I didn't. I didn't, but now that it was it was a good place. Were both good the win bro, uh, boys? They both went to school while you were there, didn't? Yeah, they? but they they went with their mama. She worked for Doctor uh, Fred Lovelace, uh -huh. and they rode to town with her and went to city schools. Oh. And then when they got to high school, of course, their last cases was no longer a high school, so they went to Oakland or Riverdale. I don't know. But yeah. Now their daddy and their granddaddy was regulars at Brown Store. Now, did, did either one of the vault boys go there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Mike uh, one was you on had, the show the other day. Yeah. One you had on the radio the other day. Yeah. Laura was one, one of the best students oh, we ever is. had. She's Philip went bright. to school there. Uh, and then their little brother went to school there. Uh, Laura's mama went to school there. Uh, I was so uh, amazed by her. I mean, she was... And she's done so much for the farmers across the country. Well, she should. Her daddy and her uncle and her granddaddy, you know, they were all farmers. Yeah. And uh, she's she's an attorney now. And I, I didn't realize till she told me that she's with John Rogers in, in that firm. And, and I, uh, of course, John was over at our big, our big Easter thing uh, Sunday. And, and his family. It, it was just, it, you know, you can't beat a close-knit family no sure. matter what you do. It, it, it means so much to you. And I can remember back to, to when I was four years old uh, being with the family. I remember when Robert Goodwin was, uh, 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 he, he was dating my Aunt uh, Jane. And uh, he would have to give me a quarter. I'd make a lot of money off him. Because he'd give me a quarter to stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, you were overpaid, I'll say that. But that's, you know, and there's something about a country boy or girl. Yeah. It's just like Laura Vaughn. I mean, that's, that's, she was a country girl, and she just, she didn't care if you knew it. Yeah. And, uh, Best education in the world is living right. on a farm. I know LDAG, I know I talk about him a lot. But I was getting ready to hire somebody. Somebody was wanting a job. And I asked LD if he knew him. He said, yeah. And he said, he's a country boy. Yeah. There's something about country boys. And I hired him. And I've never been sorry of that. And matter of fact, I hired him. And then I got him a girlfriend when he got down there. And they wound up marrying. <laughs> so I guess I was the marriage counselor, too. That's what worries me about Rutherford County growing so fast. We're losing all our country boys. We are. But there's still some out there. Uh, Philip bought stepson, John Burrow. Mm -hmm. He raises goats and stuff. He's a senior in high school this year, and he's he knows what it's like.
to work. Yeah. Uh, the, most teenagers nowadays don't have a clue what it's like yeah. to get out and get a job. But now he, that boy works, and he's every time you see him, he looks like he just stepped out of the Glamour magazine. He's dressed. I mean, he's 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 just what you, a perfect example of a good kid, and uh, I, I admire him. Well, he, he may not be a uh, a doctor or anything then, because you remember uh, back. Uh, when one of our great uh, uh, doctors in Rutherford County, uh, I can remember uh, going over to the ER when something had happened to somebody, and Dr. Murphy would show up over there, and uh, he'd be ready to work on whoever it was that was injured, and he just got out of his uh, uh, out of the co the cow barn. He had his boots on and oh, yeah. all that going on at the time. There's a, you just can't get the country out of somebody. It just, it I just, hope it, just I hope it never work. gets out of me. But are you? Do you consider yourself a country person, a I farmer? Sure, yep. I was raised a country boy. In Kentucky. Yeah. Well, in Kentucky, Truman, back then, and still mostly true, everybody had a little spot of land. It may not be but five acres, yeah. but and everybody had a cow. Yeah. to get their milk and everybody had a couple of hogs kill for meat mm -hmm. and you know when you had an old horse that you worked your garden with and uh that was the way i grew up and that i'd say that's about countries you can get no running water yeah you know you, we were blessed back then i reckon we were the less we had the better off we were mm -hmm. seemed like it seemed like it i remember in the first grade i went to that one room schoolhouse uh, I would take a uh, country ham that was left over for breakfast mm -hmm. and a couple of biscuits. That was my lunch in my molasses bucket. Of course, it had a bale on. That's what you carried your lunch in. And the other kids had bologna. And I'd hide and eat my country ham and biscuits because I was ashamed of it. I wanted that bologna so bad. And now people would kill for what I was, was hiding from everybody. But that's just, you know, you do what you, what you do got to do with did y'all have uh, uh, outhouses that the girls houses? did? The boys went down the woods, and those bathroom trips back then were very entertaining. Cause we'd have it made up. You know, I'll I'll ask Miss Laverne if I can go at this time, and you know, we'll meet down there. And we'll swing on grapevines, mm -hmm. you know, or we'll play mama pig with our knives or whatever. Uh, but uh, the girls had an outhouse, and it was everything worked fine. Uh, some people, there was a, a school tax that you had to pay. Mm -hmm. My daddy cut the wood for the wood stove to pay his school tax. And my buddy lived across the road. His daddy bought a load of water. We had what they called a cistern. Back mm -hmm. then, it wasn't a well. It was a cistern, and yeah. you had to buy water to put in it. And, you know, it's just everything worked worked out fine. Well, some of the, the math and some of those things didn't make any sense because we had outhouses. The, the girls had an outhouse, but it was just one cedar. Yeah. Well, the, the boys, I think we had about five or six cedars over <laughs> in ours. And it really didn't make sense. No, I? it didn't. still don't. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm sure that Mr. David Year or whoever you're talking about at Kittrell said, well, these old boys, they must have bladder problems because they all have to go all the time. And what you're doing, you're sneaking down there and smoking and, and everything else. 
I know smoking. Glenn Hollisworth was. Smoking grapevines. Well, I don't remember ever smoking until I was 18 years old. Yeah. And then I didn't, I think I'm about four years of it. That's enough for me. Yeah. 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 But Glenn Hollingsworth was a great guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he was one of your classmates for a while, he, I'm he sure. Was one of my, he was in my class. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I, almost everybody that came in my life in school was special. Yeah. It, 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 it's amazing when you think back of, about the kids back then, all of us, we just... <laughs> We just wanted to do the best we could, yeah. and, and, and the, all the friends that you made were best friends. It, 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 it was embarrassing to turn in a bad paper mm-hmm. when I was in school. Uh, now they I don't was, care. I was embarrassed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was. I didn't study. See, that was my problem. When you were taking Latin and uh, Spanish and and those languages, the only time I ever studied was right before a test. Yeah. And if she and if she got us, uh, if she had a test before she announced it, I was in trouble. I really was. We we didn't have any foreign language when I was in high school because Mr. James H. Philip, the principal, said most of you old boys. English is far and enough for you. You don't need anything else. And he was right. He still is. Uh-huh. I heard you this morning. <laughs> you did. He said to wrap up the show. Is, well, is there anything we need to say, Bobby, before no, we go? No, no. Except Sunday was a beautiful Lord's Day. Yes, it was. It was a gorgeous day and church and Sunday school and sunrise service and everything was just perfect. Every day is a good Lord's Day. It is. And and thank goodness, uh, every one of us, and I know I do, I thank him for all that he's done for us. And and God, can you imagine doing what he did for us because he loved us so much. No. And he passed that on to us. And and hopefully we still have that for all of our fellow men. And and it, it, it really is special. Even though we get we get out of uh, sync every once in a while, but I think well, for the most part we yeah. we do. Well, we do. it's called free will. Yeah. He wants us to be able to make up our minds to follow him and not be coerced into it. He's not a coercer. No. He gave don't us free will. Don't forget, FTSU is playing baseball. I don't know they had a weekend series that ended Saturday. I don't know when the next one is, but. Uh, I wish it was right now. The weather's perfect yeah, for baseball. That's, yes. They're playing See, they this weekend to... at uh, Texas San Antonio, Friday, oh, doubleheader okay. Saturday, okay. and Sunday, a single game. Okay. When, when are they back right. here, Brian? Well, now see, you didn't ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do your homework, Brian. Well, oh, he, I've got, uh, you know, with baseball, you just have to kind of take it a week at a time. Oh, yeah. It yeah, always changes. Why. The following weekend, they're at Western Kentucky for their uh, series there. And the next home games will be uh, hosting UAB on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Thank you. That'd be a good series right there. Yeah, it will be. Are you going to the game? I'm planning on it. You've got great seats. Well, they moved me. But Uh I've got even better. Because of the pandemic, they had to rearrange things. Yeah. Uh Yeah. And uh, they moved me down to the very first row. 
Oh, wow. Sitting right behind the plate in the very first row. And uh, the only problem with that, there's more steps to get to go down <laughs> than it was where I was. I, I don't like to go down, but coming back up, I'm okay. Well, the good like part it. about the baseball field, yeah. when you're going down the steps, there's a rail that you can hold on to, which yeah. you don't have that luxury at basketball games. But uh, when you get up you know, above the floor, but uh, there, but you can still, as old as you and I are, and as clumsy as we are, we can still fall. And uh, but uh, they're they're good seats. All right, guys, great show. Thank I you. Thank really you. enjoyed it. We will see you in the morning at nine o'clock. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Since 1981, Willow Windows been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee. From decks and railings to doors and windows, visit WillowWindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. WillowWindow.pro.